downfall of any business is imbalance, okay? Whether it's imbalancing our roles in the business or imbalance from our business to our personal life. And I really wanted to tackle this subject because if we as business owners do not have balance, chaos ensues. It gets crazy. And uh, what we want to do is avoid that ahead of time. So today we're going to be talking about being a delegator and not a doer and the difference between the two and how identifying the difference and taking action uh, and being a delegator is going to dramatically change the course of your business and maybe even your life. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets podcast. I am so happy to have you here listening today and so grateful for uh, you giving me your attention during this time as I try my best to give you some value, something that you could take with you. Um, and uh, it's just been crazy, you know, doing everything with uh, all the business breakthroughs I've been doing and drip jobs and managing this massive Facebook group. I don't even know how it got so big. Um, you know, I, I know some of you have, have reached out and congratulated me on uh, having my son and, you know, getting getting order back in. Uh, my life after, uh, you know, moving and oh, man, just so many, so many things going on, but trying to maintain, uh, trying to maintain the flow, you know, and uh, I think uh, it's important as business owners that we understand balance. Um, balance is, is really what it's all about. You know, when things are in balance in any area of life, um, that's when chaos happens. And uh, sometimes we hit a, a breaking point or we want to hit a breaking point. Uh, but, you know, as, as business owners, you know, family uh, is, is in most cases why we're doing what we're doing. Um, you know, uh, not only do we balance family time, we balance time with our significant others. And sometimes that doesn't leave much time for ourselves. And then we have to balance a little bit of time for ourselves and then our business. And we're constantly being pulled in so many directions. And unlike, you know, times in the past where you would just clock out and go home, uh, you know, we are on the clock 24-7. And I don't think we, we we bring that to light too much. But with our cell phones, you know, at any moment in time, we can be contacted. And, you know, some people don't uh, have, have, have respect for time outside of business hours, you know, um, when it comes to, you know, just the shutoff valve, you know, and, and we have to, you know, we have to bend to those uh, those requests uh, out of out of the care that we have for our business and and we do it and 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 it weighs on us you know I think it would be uh, ignorant not to even mention that uh, it is stressful sometimes being a business owner especially if you know we don't have much reference on how to balance family and business and and personal um, or spiritual or whatever it is that that you that you want to do and feel as though it's getting put on the back burner. And what, what that causes is uh, resentment. So, you know, what I've learned through doing so many business breakthroughs is, you know, when there is an imbalance, there becomes uh, a little bit of chaos, you know, a little bit of uncertainty. 
um, and that causes fear and that causes anxiety and sometimes even depression um, in some, not all, but in some. And, and I can attest to me experiencing some of this, you know, and that's just, you know, being being authentic. So, you know, when I look at, um, you know, imbalance, I look at a few things, you know, I'm, all, I'm, a, I'm a solutions guy. I don't like to talk too much about the problems because I believe through every problem we can create a solution, whether that solution works or not. That doesn't really matter. But the act of actually creating the solution is what I think is most valuable. And for me, I always look at where am I at on the doer versus delegator scale. And I think if we had doer on the left-hand side and we had delegator on the right-hand side, I think a lot of us would realize that the delegator portion is a lot lower than the doer portion when it comes to imbalance. And I think by default, you have to understand that it's your job to learn how to delegate. And when it comes to being a doer versus a delegator, it's a lot easier to say, you know what, I'll just do it. You know, and I am so guilty of this. It is not even funny, but I had to be forced to be a delegator. So that's why I feel as though today this is a necessary topic, because although, yes, I'm the one preaching it at one point, I was not in a position to be teaching it. Because ultimately what I thought was that if there was something that needed to be done, no one would be doing it better than me and I can get it done a lot faster. But what did that do? All it did was take away my time and it threw my balance way off. Okay, so when it becomes time to become a delegator instead of a doer, um, this is a lot harder than just having a conversation about it because most of us um, have built our business with our own hands, with our own actions, and we still do not feel as though we can trust someone else to take on important time-consuming roles. Now, if you're driving in the car right now um, and maybe paint cans are rattling in the back of the van and you are heading to a job to be a doer, there's part of you that understands very clearly through listening to this podcast that there's imbalance happening, whether it's happening right now or it's going to happen in the future. The imbalance is, is that when it comes to the other areas of your business, they are not being serviced. They are not being taken care of, right? So we could talk about business and family, but if we get granular, there's more balance that needs to take place. There's balance between your relationship with production. There's balance with your relationship between sales. There's balance with your relationship between marketing. And if you don't have a healthy balance between these things, then that's when your business becomes chaotic. That's when things do not seem to go the way that you want them to go. Now, although, yes, this topic is pretty deep, I want you to understand that the solution is very simple. The solution is I need to be a delegator, not a doer. And you need to do this with almost everything in your business. That is not and negotiable. That is something that your, your focus should be on at all times because what a delegator does is a delegator has two options, okay? They can teach or preach, right? There's only two, two options, okay? And the delegator that preaches usually turns people away because the delegator is one of those people that says, hey, I need you to do this. Hey, I need you to do this. Do this, do this, do this. That's not what I'm telling you to do. What I'm telling you to do is to teach others to operate in a way that you would and by showing them how to do it. Now, this is another deep topic for another time, but what I want you to understand is that delegation requires accountability, okay? Delegation requires accountability. Now, what I've learned, again, through doing so many business breakthroughs is that because we're so busy, because there's such an imbalance, because we're all over the place, there's this void that occurs where accountability just can't even happen. 
Now, as a delegator, I do understand that my role, instead of being a doer, is to be an overseer, right? An overseer ac accounts for uh, the actions that occurred while I wasn't there, you know? So essentially what I'm, what I'm getting at here is that although, yes, our role at this point in time as a doer um, is the actual doing, um, the delegator is still doing, but in a much less physically demanding capacity. Okay, so let's talk about an example where uh, I had to be a delegator in my business and then hold that accountable. Okay, so, you know, for me, and you may have heard this on, an, on another episode, you know, letting go of sales is equivalent to a lot of you who are really good working with your hands, letting go of production. You know, for you to let go of sales is probably not a big deal. If, if, if I'm talking to a, to a hands-on tradesperson right now, um, letting go of production uh, to you is, is a very big deal. Same way for me with sales because I had this belief. And this belief was, well, if I don't do the sales, then I won't sell jobs. That was a true belief of mine. That was something that I said to myself a lot. That was something that I looked into the future of my current situation. I said, there's no way. There's no way. Okay, so what I had to do was think, okay, well, there is a way because other people do it. Okay, so that's number one. So I had to justify the fact that the thought of me removing myself from where I was most comfortable uh, was a possibility and the outcome could be good. So that was number one. So I suggest to you in an area that you feel really comfortable in that you say, no way, I can't. There's no way I can remove myself from this area. First of all, you have to justify that the idea that you can uh, is 100% true. So then what I had to do is come up with a plan, a strategy of how I was going to do it. Well, what I realized was is that I was actually most valuable at the end of the sale. I was most valuable after all of the information was gathered. Although, yes, during that walkthrough, I was valuable to emphasize my enthusiasm. I was valuable to showcase my product knowledge and my application knowledge and to be presentable. I also identified that all of the driving to get to all of the estimates and doing that portion of the estimate was taking up about 80% of my day. There were days where I was doing five estimates back to back to back to back to back. Okay. And what that was doing is it was completely removing me from the production. And what was I doing while I was driving? I was on my phone the whole time, almost. That's just being authentic and real, you know, ultimately on the phone, calling paint stores, talking to my team, like this totally, totally unsafe and, and, and definitely not, um, definitely, definitely not, uh, what, what I should have been doing, you know? Um, and, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even efficient. You know, I wasn't even being efficient in any area. Right. So when I was trying to project manage from afar, I was rushing through it. I'd, I'd have people calling me during estimates, asking questions and trying to, you know, project manage. I have to tell the customer, excuse me, I have to answer this um, when I'm trying to trying to build a relationship. And I and I realized like th this isn't efficient, even if even if I was doing it, I think that it's efficient. I think that what I'm doing is efficient, but it's really not. And I had to be real with myself and I had to say, OK, I have to I have to delegate this area or else, you know, we're going to sink here. You know, so ultimately what I did was I had to create a plan and the plan was was ultimately the first plan is how can I remove myself from this situation, but also ensure that I don't lose the quality of what I'm trying to produce, which is a good sales experience. 
Well, I first had to identify, well, what is it that creates a good sales experience? And the same way for you, if you're ha- more of a hands-on contractor, you, you have to say to yourself, well, what creates a great, uh, a great project for a customer? And for me, it was, well, I, I usually ask a set of questions and I have a strategy about how I go about this. And I'd say to myself, okay, well, what is that strategy and can someone else do it? I mean, it's very simple how I had to have this conversation with myself. And, and the answer was yes. So what did I do? I wrote down the strategy of exactly what I wanted done up until the point of which that I feel as though I'm most valuable. And essentially what I did was is I gave that opportunity to somebody that I felt had the intangibles. And these are essentially what I believe are non-negotiables, being on time, being presentable, and being personable. When it comes to that sales role, those are the big three. Now, yeah, in almost any capacity, those are the big three. But, you know, sometimes we have some individuals that, um, you know, we, we let bend if, if they're not in a client facing role, you know, and, 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 and I get it. But when it comes to sales, there has to be the certain level of, you know, personality, of course, you know, that that definitely gives gives you a leg up. So those, that's what I was looking for. And uh, I saw that in someone that, that worked for me, you know, and he'd always been on time. I don't think up until this day in four years, that guy has ever been late once. Um, so, I mean, although, you know, you know, yes, maybe someone else had different, different, you know, characteristics. I know for one thing, if that person's on time every day, he's going to be on time to every appointment and he is. So that's what I love. Um, you know, and I noticed that customers will love that too. Um, and me being so busy, I would be the one calling the customer saying, Hey, I'm running behind. Hey, I'm running behind. Hey, I'm running behind. And I was tired of making those calls. So right off the bat, I felt like, okay, well, this is a plus in this area. He's going to be more focused and uh, this is his, this is this is how he, he's going to go about it. Um, so number two, what I also realized is that the pricing portion of uh, the estimating process was, you know, uh, the negotiation part. So I also realized that, you know, he didn't have sales experience in terms of negotiation. Uh, but as my business was growing, I realized that we didn't really need to negotiate that much. Our pipeline was full enough to where he didn't have to actually do the negotiation part or price the job. So these were two skills that I felt like he did not have to have or learn that I could optimize from the office based on obviously pricing square footage and looking at margins. So what I did was, is I created a simple system for him. He had to go to the job or go to the estimate on time. He had to fill out a form that pretty much had every question that I would ask when I was there and he would give me those answers and then he would upload photos. So essentially I was saving my time by driving to the job, driving to each estimate and then having to walk around the job and take pictures. And ultimately he was doing all that for me. So essentially I delegated two very time consuming roles uh, in that capacity. And that freed up my time to be able to be a better overseer, to be able to oversee uh, production, to be able to oversee marketing and uh, and work from the office, which helped me elevate the quality of my brand uh, tremendously. And I know that some of you might say, well, I can't see myself in the office every day. Totally fine. I have the luxury at any point in time to go to a job and oversee production knowing that sales and estimating is being taken care of. So I told you earlier that my comfort zone is at the end of the sale where I am doing the negotiation, where I am, um, you know, uh, pricing the job. Okay. Cause I still have yet to delegate that in my business, but it doesn't take much time for me. I have a simple calculator that I use. Uh, the strategy is very simple. And at, at some point I'm going to have to, um, but what I do like to do is call the customer after he leaves or at some point during the day, ask how he did, introduce myself. So now they have two points of reference 
uh, of premium painting. You know, they know Chris, they know Tanner. Um, they seem very engaged and involved uh, with, you know, their project. And, uh, and I let them know a little bit about, you know, who I am. And then I send them a quote. Um, and then from there, you know, I let obviously drip jobs handle some follow-ups. And then in the event uh, that I really, really want the job, I will handle that phone call follow-up um, and try to negotiate. So, you know, that was a system that I created in my business out of number one, necessity and awareness. Those are the two things that you would have to come to in order to create a new system in your business. So we know that the necessity as a business owner is to remove ourselves from areas that are very time consuming, production being the biggest one. But again, I can't relate to a lot of contractors in a sense that I knew early on I had to get out of production because I'm not a very good producer. <laughs> you know, I can get by, but I didn't, I didn't start my business from the perspective of a painter. Um, so for me, I was, I was more sales, marketing and business. So I naturally, um, I, I naturally gravitated to those roles. But even in those roles, it can be very time consuming. It could be very, very um, uh, demanding. Um, and it could throw off the balance of what a CEO should be doing, which is overseeing. So for me, you know, I had to have the obviously I had to understand that this was a necessity. And number two, I had to have awareness about the situation as to what was going on and what areas were lacking because of it. Um, so those were really cool. And then you also realize that, you know, by doing this, you're creating another opportunity for somebody to feel as though they have some form of uh, growth. Uh, in the business, which I, I'm a big proponent of. I mean, you've got to create a business that allows for growth. You cannot run a business that has that has a ceiling at every level. Um, and for Chris, you know, uh, you know, he wanted a new opportunity. He feels good coming in every day, knowing that he's our estimator and project manager. And that's something that I feel like you need to create in your business is for those that show you how how appreciative and how much they value the opportunity to work for you. It's important for you to recognize that you're the one in the way. If you don't become a delegator instead of a doer, all you're doing is occupying a space that someone else could be uh, taking over and not only taking over, probably maybe potentially even doing better than you uh, and freeing up your time. And all this is is a mindset shift. And by you coming to these podcasts, what we're doing is we're creating little mindset shifts. You're listening to the way I do business. You're listening to the way other people do business. And 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 the the difference maker here, the big the big difference is whether this works for you or not is the action step. Because if it was really comfortable to do this, I wouldn't have made a podcast episode about it. Clearly, we know that there's this problem with doers and these doers do. As a business owner, you are a doer. There's no way you're not a doer. You can't just start a business as a passive individual. You are by nature a doer. You get things done. You did it. You left your job. You did what you had to do to start a business. Okay, great. So you got here. Now you need to transition to delegator. Okay. You created the house. Okay. <laughs> you built the house. Cool. You know, stop building the house now. Have other people help you build it because what's happening is you're exhausted, you're tired, you're overwhelmed, potentially feeling those emotions that we spoke about earlier. And all that is is just an imbalance of your time. Okay. You and I both know if we're having a one on one conversation here, if you had a free day every day, five days a week, it would definitely increase your mood. It would increase your ability to make strategic, better decisions. It would allow you to spend more time on hiring and marketing, which are the two most important areas of your, your growth. Okay. 
and you'd feel a lot more in control of your business. And the difference is between you being a doer and a delegator. Okay. And again, I'm coming to you from the perspective of letting go of that sales interaction was very hard for me. It was very hard because I always thought that I had to be the one doing it. And listen, when it comes to drip jobs, those of you who have sat in on demos with me, that's how I feel right now. It's still even hard for me. And I'm giving the freaking advice. I'm the one doing all the demos right now for drip jobs. Why? I know the product better than anyone else. I'm the most enthusiastic individual ever about drip jobs. So when you come into my sales arena with drip jobs, you're getting level 10 enthusiasm. And I love to connect with people. So for me to be sitting on the sidelines, I know that that's going to suck. Okay. But I'm already preparing to be a delegator for that role, even though that role means a lot to me. I know that my job first is the success of the business. Although, yes, my preference is to be doing the sales. My responsibility is the success of the business. And I think that we need to adopt that mentality even in our painting business or our contracting business is that although our preference is to be doing the painting, our responsibility is the success of the business. And on another level, our success, our responsibility isn't just the success of our business, it's the success of the people within our business. And if we've done a really good job of attracting growth-minded individuals, then our other responsibility is the growth of those individuals. Or guess what? I hate to admit it to you. They're going to go somewhere else. And that's just the reality. So you have really no choice, but I'm giving you a choice and I'm going to give you an action step today. Delegate something that you're uncomfortable with. I mean, just try it. See what it feels like. Give someone an opportunity that you feel as though deserves it and say, you know what? Today, I'm going to let you run the job. Oh my goodness. It's going to hurt. But you know what's going to happen is that you might be pleasantly surprised. You might say, actually, you know what? That crazy dude, Tanner, he was right. I now have the whole day to myself. You know what you might do? I don't know. You might go home <laughs> and it's going to be a little, you might have a little anxiety, you know, and, and what I would do is, you know, call them five or six times. Just, hey, how's everything going over there? Everything going good? Then call the customer. Hey, how's everything going over there? Is everything going good? Are you happy? I used to do that like crazy. I used to call like five or six times a day. They'd be like, Tanner, stop calling. We got it. <laughs> but I'd be like, all right, man, you know, I just I, I just got to make sure, you know. So um, even though it's a little uncomfortable, this is for the survival of your business. Now, some people might say, Tanner, well, if I'm not on the job and I'm not doing the estimates, well, what do I do? Well, that's a tough question because, again, being, being doers in, in this capacity you like to be hands-on. You know, the next level is essentially you're occupying the role of a supervisor. But what you should really be doing is you should be identifying and projecting numbers. You should be job costing, right? You should be learning marketing. You should be networking, okay? All of these things that, um, that should be going on now, but if you're not doing them, they're just falling by the wayside, okay? So your focus as a CEO is to grow a business. You're growing it. Okay. What you're doing now, if you're not in that role is you're just sustaining a business. Okay. You're sustaining it. You're, you're week by week, you know, and, and you're not projecting and you're not job costing and you're not focusing on the numbers and, and all the, all this information. And as much as this stuff sounds boring, it's either getting done or it's not getting done right now. It's not like it's one of those things like, Oh, you know what? Job costing and numbers is probably uh, a fun thing to try. No, it's like, it's, it's, it's just, it's not happening. It's, it needs to happen. 
creating SOPs. I don't know if you guys, uh, well, if you listen to this podcast, you know Nick uh, Slavic. Look him up on Facebook. He had an entire Ask a Painter on creating SOPs. I mean, if you care about SOPs, which are standard operating procedures, which you 1,000% should, uh, go watch that video somewhere on his Facebook page. And, uh, you know, great, great kickstart to help you understand SOPs. So that's what you should be doing is creating SOPs. And then from there, you create, you create an SOP. Uh, you have a team meeting. You deliver it to your team. You say, all right, this is how we're going to do this now. And then you're creating this. So you're optimizing your production. Like these are all things that you can be doing instead of actually doing the production, okay? So, so many things here, guys. I hope that it was of value to you. I thank you for giving me your ears today. Uh, and wherever wherever you are, whatever you're doing, um, I'm incredibly grateful. Um, I'm excited that we can all grow together as I'm still learning. Like I said, guys, I'm even giving you examples of uh, uh, drip jobs and how the business is running there. And it's like, even, even in that capacity, like for me, um, letting go of of the actual sales is just as hard as it was with painting but i know that uh i gotta do it if 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 we want to grow you know that's that's the responsibility of a business owner so you guys are awesome thank you so much and hey uh just to recap here business breakthroughs i would love to listen if i haven't spoke to you yet or even if i've spoken to you before and you're listening to this now and you want to come back on again you know please reach out to me uh there's a link in the bio if you just want to do a free session um there's no charge no obligation nothing other than show up um you know bring bring your questions and uh just be open and uh you know come 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 with the uh, mentality of like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to hold you accountable in some areas or just give you some insider advice that I think might help you. And that's, that's all I try to do. Um, I look at it like this. It's just all I can give you is another perspective. You know, some of the best athletes in the world have coaches, you know, and all that they want is somebody to give them a perspective that they don't have. And a perspective could be all you need uh, to kick you in the gear to change your life and your business. So that's what I try to do. I just try to look at it from uh, an angle that is challenging and give you a perspective that you may need and, and get, you know, from if you're listening to these, I try to just be, you know, I try to just be fair, you know, right down the middle, you know, hey, this is, you know, what I believe that uh, you might be missing here. So if you want to join me on a business breakthrough, click the link in the bio and, uh, and I'd love to chat with you. So thank you. Have a great day. Crush it. And remember, be a delegator, not a doer. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you and I'll catch you on the next episode.